1: Isaac Cooper asks, can we get a what did we see? Can we? Isaac, one? because you ask so nicely, why not? Without further ado. What did,
0: what we, see? did we see? Treat your boys. Chillboys Underwear is designed for maximum comfort with enough space to keep you cool, calm, and comfortable. Chillboys Underwear will help you keep the boys close. Uh, not too close when the game is on the line you won't break a sweat with chill boys underwear whether it's left boy right boy or both boys chill boys provides your boys comfort like you've never felt visit chillboys.com and use code rapport that's r a p p o r t and get 15% off of your order maximize your chill with chill boys
1: what did what? we see i take it away man cuz i mean it's the talk of college football Oh oh what do my what do we see going first? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, it ain't no sense of us even holding on to this. One. Yeah, let's get to it, man. Okay, okay so uh you know what I'm talking about uh I got my what did we see, and I'm gonna talk about my guy it's at Nebraska they're back, baby. Back to the drawing board, because that looks pitiful, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nebraska. What is happening in the Corn Husker State? Uh, you guys looked good for about three minutes of football, and then I don't know what happened the rest of that game, man. Can you, can you come holler at us and tell us what you're doing down there so that we don't do it at all, all right? I just want to be clear on this. I don't want our program to look anything like Nebraska. It's been putrid. You guys need to figure something out quickly in the state of Nebraska because right now it ain't looking so good, bro. And a lot of Nebraska fans, for some reason, were trying to figure out whether or not this was going to be the year. I'm here to tell you, it's not looking good. It's not I, looking good.
2: Did you see Brett McMurphy's tweet? I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> what, 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 do you you say? what did he say? Oh, my God. <laughs> two, two minutes into the game, he was like... Nebraska is back.
1: Oh.
2: <laughs> and he oh, subtweeted himself and was like, I'm an idiot. <laughs> 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 oh, 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 like, oh, man. What would we learn to stop calling games in the first five minutes? Yo, you got right. to, bro. Four right. seasons uh,
0: before they start. Uh, uh, uh,
2: Oh my God! Yeah,
1: Clay neighbors. I didn't even want to get into this onside kick situation. I it was so bad. It was so bad. It was just like, I mean, okay, I'm not gonna pick on y'all too bad because it is game one, but definitely back to the drawing board. This is this is this is bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's just game <sighs> one. You have time to turn it around. Like you've got a whole 11 additional games where you could be back. You're just not back right now. You, you know what's what, wild about this whole Scott this? Frost
0: thing, though? Or, uh, for him? For Scott
2: Frost? Y- yeah, what year is this? This is either this is
1: this four fifth or five. Year. This,
2: is, this that, is his fifth year. That gave him I have five a years? We this can't, is year five. We can't get Harson three? <laughs> they gave this dude five? <laughs> <laughs> we can't, okay, whatever. Go here, D. This,
0: this is uh, a telltale of, here's what happens when you pick the guy who gives the fan base the warm and fuzzies. The mm-hmm. warm and fuzzies amount to jack shit on the football yes. field. Yes, yes. Warm and fuzzies hey. mean Sweater. nothing. <laughs> yeah, He was here when we won the national championship. He won, he won a national championship down at UCF. Yeah, buddy. Y'all get exactly what y'all asked for. Florida talent with an offensive coordinator that put on a show at Tennessee when they weren't able to put on that type of show for years now. So we see who might have been the the source of, of, of the train going down there at UCF, man. Y'all just... Now a hey, Scott Frost is up. Uh, Joe Kyle, I see this right here. Listen. The first half of the next B. Uh, B Wheels Bum list is absolutely Scott Frost. I need somebody to fill in the second half. I don't I don't have as much hate for Scott you Frost should, as I have you, disappointment.
1: You should have, you
0: should be this is a Scott Frost edition of B Wheels Bum Hall of Bums. All but right. it's like it's not personal with Scott Frost, right? Right. <laughs> I don't, it's like, yeah, I mean saving Jimbo. We know those. Okay. But It's okay. like I I I feel bad for Nebraska a little bit. Not really. Nah. Who cares, nah, man? Nah, not really.
2: Not really. This is, no, this no, is fun. No, no. This, this is, is the, fun. The, the Brett McMurphy tweet was worse than I thought. I'm sorry. I, said, <laughs> 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 what did he say? <laughs> he said, the Huskers look very impressive on first drive. Who was the only idiot to put Nebraska number 25 in his preseason top 25 ballot? This guy with a thumbs up. <laughs> 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 oh god! I think, oh man, boy, they wore out old takes, exposed tags on that one. <laughs> that
1: oh, that uh, um, that tweet aged like an eating uh, an open banana or something. Fourteen
2: hundred just... likes, seven hundred. He got ratioed hard. Yeah. This was a ratio. He no... deserved it though. He yeah, he there was, earned too, it. Many, he earned there was it. too many retweets for this to be a good take
1: like <laughs> oh they looked good for one drive and then
2: that's not how
1: foot that's not how football works uh,
2: I, I, I told y'all they was a top 25 team after this one drive <laughs> what, what? And, oh, and to
1: lose the game in such a colossal fashion mm-hmm. like it was bad they looked literally every other drive after that and it was like bro come on all mm-hmm. right What did we see? This is kind of obvious, but I think sometimes we tend to lose sight of this as fans. Up-and-coming coaches are 50-50. This is not an exact science when you're looking at up-and-coming coaches. There was a point in time, guys. Let's go back in the time machine. In 2017, one of the hottest names on the coaching circuit in terms of programs looking for a coach was Scott Frost. Mm Mm-hmm. Scott Frost, I remember Florida fans wanted this guy really bad. They did, real bad. Mm -hmm. Florida wanted this guy really bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When I look back at Scott Frost, prior to to Nebraska, he had only been coaching two full seasons. Mm -hmm. He went six and seven in year one and then went undefeated in 2017, yet was one of the hottest names. In college football. Mm -hmm. It's not an exact science, but I would like to see someone who's kind of done it a little bit longer than a year. We kind of know about that all too well as Auburn fans. Uh, We grabbed someone who was familiar with the program, went and had one year of, of somewhat success and then came back. Left a lot to be desired when all was said and done after eight seasons. It's not an exact science, but I would think that we would like to go for a coach who's been able to have success actually building a program and not being a splash in the pan. Now, I look at Josh Heipel. He was at UCF. He followed up. He went 12 and 1, 10 and 3, and had kind of a a mid year in 2020 in a COVID year. He went six and four, still winning seasons. We see what he's done already in year one at Tennessee, right? It's not an exact science. You just want someone who actually has shown that they can win games over a course of their time at a program, not just one time. And I think we got to be pumped the brakes on throwing out names of coaches just because they had an amazing year. You don't know what they can do. When they gotta reproduce and do it again. Scott Frost has yet to have a winning season at Nebraska. And he's already off to a bad start. So these up and coming coaches, they're great. Sometimes you get it right, sometimes you get it wrong as well, as Nebraska's learning. Tom Herman
0: was an up and coming coach at one time, right? Yep. Yeah. And great season man. in Houston, yeah. Texas thought he was the one. He was Fish. not.
2: Yeah, I think to 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 ditto Caesar's point, coaching, college college football is a coach driven sport. All right, it's it's more coaching driven than it is athlete driven because if you look around college everybody's now dropping the bag hoping that they've got the next Nick Saban light. Right. And it's really difficult because you got to find coaches who not only know how to coach on the field but can recruit and manage a program and be a CEO of this thing. You know, hire well, um, evaluate talent. I mean, there's so many different things. Without an elite coach, it's hard to be an elite program. So, I mean, show me an elite program with a mediocre coach, right? We've seen really good programs with maybe just above average talent, but media, but but elite coaching. But it's it's just it's I don't know, man. I just think it's such a coach driven business. That, you know, again, they rolled the dice that Scott Frost would be that dude. Mm-hmm. And it's just hard. It's hard to find that guy. There aren't a bunch of Nick Sabans lying around. At some point, I would guarantee there's some people at, at Georgia that felt like, you know, did, did we make the right decision with Kirby Smart? Mm-hmm. He gave them enough to keep people at bay until he could deliver. But look, look how long it took him to deliver. I don't care that he went to a national title as quickly as he did. Right? getting back there is the problem right, right? because we've seen coaches deliver national title runs sporadically, right? He got back there. And not only did he get back there, he won it, right? And that is very, very difficult to do. Like sustained success in college football is so hard. And in yeah. the SEC West, it's even harder, man. In media days, I asked Saban, I said, hey, how do you stay ahead of the coaching curve with so many good coaches constantly coming in and everybody's gunning for you? How do you reinvent yourself every year? Right? Is it the same process? You know, I mean, it's it's a difficult job. Only a few guys are doing it at a truly elite level. Scott Frost is not. He ain't it. It's a, it's a crapshoot,
1: man. I mean, nobody thought Shane Beamer was any good, and he's doing a great job at South Carolina thus sure. far. I mean, right. he ain't beat world beater, but like he's got that program going in the right direction. But For it sure. wasn't because he was the most highly touted coach out there. Right. Correct. Right. Correct. Right. Hiring coaches is not an exact science, man. It's just not
2: we see! Now, if you watched the war Report since the beginning, you know I've always been high on D. Davis. Turns out, he didn't completely forget how to play quarterback. And I was really, really happy. My, mine is not going to be long, guys. I was really happy to see D. Davis go ball out yesterday. You know, I know some people say, oh, it's ASU and all this stuff. But, you know, he looked like a quarterback last night. He did. I saw him escape pressure. I saw him keep his eyes down the field. And for a former guy who's moved on to another program, I could not be happier for D. Davis um, in his first college start to go out there and look as impressive in his very first start as he did. At first, it looked a little shaky early, but as, as he started to get into the flow of the game, he looked like a kid who won. We went fifty-one and three in high school. Fifty-one and three. He's a winner. He knows how to win. And his arm maybe didn't look the strongest. Like, he doesn't, like, I didn't get the impression that he has a cannon, but he made good decisions with the football for the most part. He had one pass that was batted up and intercepted. It was maybe a throw he wanted back. But for his first college star, I thought he did really well. Now, take in mind the talent that he has playing around him is much lesser than it would have been at a D1 school. Right. No shade to Alabama State, but he's not got he's not playing with world beaters. But he definitely was the best player on that football field, b- without a doubt. Yeah. Yep. Last yep. night, and uh, I know it didn't work out for him here at Auburn, but I'm really happy to see that it's working out for him. Yeah, you know, hopefully it works out for him because he only played one game. I don't want to Brett McMurphy it, but uh, that it will continue to work out for him at ASU. Um, these kids have tough decisions to make about whether they stay and tough it out or if they leave and start over. And that's hard, man. You're talking about a guy who was committed to Auburn and stayed committed to Auburn through all that foolishness that went on that offseason. He came in here, and it just wasn't in the cards for him, man. And now with the new transfer rules, they get to play immediately and all this stuff. I don't know that it mattered him going to ASU, but like at the end of the day, you hope that kids with talent get to showcase that talent somewhere. Because some guys get every chance and then some to prove they can be the the guy, and others, man, one shot may be all you get to prove that you can be it. And I was hoping that D. Davis was not going to be one of those one-shot guys. So I'm very happy to see him. I'm really happy for them. I hope that ASU has much success, you know, as our fellow program down the road from Auburn uh, with D. Davis at quarterback. And, you know, whatever his division's version of the Heisman is. I hope he wins it. I really do. What
0: did what? we see? The
2: first people's bum
0: list dropped last month. And uh, you know, I mocked Clark Lee for saying that he was going to field the best team in the country at Vandy. And then uh, you know, uh Vandy was favored on that line by 10. Hawaii was terrible last year. They have been terrible for a few years. All right. So I expected Vandy to win it, but 63 to 10. I did not expect that. And the quarterback didn't have to be all world. He was like 13 of 21 or something. I mean, it didn't matter. He threw for less than 150 yards physically. They dominated Hawaii. And that's like, I mean, that's a little, you know, but okay. So it wasn't like a a stupid, uh, pass offense, just going crazy running backs, juking everybody out their shoes. No, but listen, man, There is something tangible about when you can get players to understand their jobs, improve them physically and mentally at the same time, and get them more prepared to do the job that you equip them to do. It's amazing what you can do when you just get every piece of talent going the same direction at the same time, and you can have a tangibly better product as a result. Now, this is not... The schedule that Vandy is going to be playing. That may be the worst team on their schedule, even if they have some FCS foes on their schedule. It still may be because Hawaii has been that bad of an FBS team for a couple of years now. However, kudos to Clark Lee. Kudos to Clark Lee for getting his team prepared to play. They were definitely on foreign soil. I mean, not, you know, as far as the, the country, but that's a long trip, man. Yeah, it is a long trip. That's a long trip. I don't know what the the, the it feels like down there, humidity-wise, it's just different. But y'all show up like that. That means this entire offseason, he has been getting them prepared to play at their best potential. Now, their best potential might not be enough to compete in the SEC. But you know what? Some of that best team in the in the nation talk might have got through to his team and, and they look like they believe in themselves. So that's what I think is the mark of a very good coach. So kudos, Clark.